1: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com recommend today.
2: Football Friday, last football Friday of the regular season. We are 17 weeks down. One more to go in the NFL regular season calendar. And I'm so excited. Austin Bexel with you. It's the Fan Early Morning Show. 412 9370 if you want to join the conversation or you could tweet at me at Austin told. So, Steelers and Ravens tomorrow, it'll begin all Week 18 games with the Steelers in a standalone game, followed by Houston and Indianapolis in Indy, win and you're in type of game. Other games that you got to keep your eye out for, the Jacksonville Jaguars are at the Tennessee Titans And the Buffalo Bills are at the Miami Dolphins. Jacksonville, Tennessee at one. Buffalo and Miami for the division. And for the number two seed, that game is at night. You can hear right here on Westwood One's coverage beginning at 7.30 or on NBC. The Steelers have put themselves in this position. They could, with a win and be in, if they would have taken care of business against Arizona and/or New England, but obviously hindsight is twenty twenty. It is a constant theme that this team takes it down all the way to the end. And the fortune has at times been on the Steelers' side, or if you remember Ryan suckup it hasn't. And that Ryan suckup Kick that ended up keeping the Steelers out of the playoffs years ago was one indication of why you just in the Chargers game, you just cannot keep things in the hands of others. You want to control your own destiny, but that's the situation that the Steelers are are in right now. Where the the Raiders Chargers game, and it's weird that the Chargers always find a way to factor into this. Or if you remember the Jacksonville game that helped the Steelers get into the playoffs a couple of years ago, it goes Jacksonville-Indianapolis, right? And a very young Jacksonville team won it. Steelers got in. A crying Ben Roethlisberger on the field against the Browns and then against Baltimore or just all of the above to close out that season. And the Steelers clinched. The Steelers got in. They're going to need something similar this year. And I don't think they're going to get it from the Buffalo Bills. I I just don't. The scenarios are not really complex. There's five different things that could happen. But in short, there's really only two that will likely happen, right? First of all, the Steelers need to win. Nothing happens unless the Steelers win. Sure, they can lose and get some help. If they lose, Jacksonville loses, Denver wins, and Houston and Indy don't tie. And if you remember, the Raiders and Chargers, who legitimately went down in the final second, anything can happen. But let's just assume for the facts of the matter. And you know what you do when you assume, but they're not going to tie. If the Steelers win and Jacksonville loses or ties, they're in. If the Steelers win or Houston and Indy ties... They're in, but let's just scratch that one out. Buffalo loses, Steelers win. Or the weird one that the Steelers tie, Jacksonville loses, Houston and Indy don't tie. Well, I don't think the Steelers are going to tie. You don't think the Steelers are going to tie. We don't think Houston and Indy are going to tie. So there goes two of those situations. I don't think the Steelers are going to lose, but if so, they need a Jacksonville loss, a Denver win, and Houston and Indy do not tie. Denver plays the Raiders, Jacksonville plays at Tennessee. I just do not see Buffalo losing in Miami. I don't. It could happen. I won't rule it out. Especially after Miami was stomped by Baltimore last week. They really just want to get their image back. And they're at home. They're a team that plays a lot better in Miami, especially in December, in January, than in Baltimore on a cold day, or in Pittsburgh, in Cincinnati, in New England in Cleveland, they're just a different team in Miami where their track speed can play in warmer weather. And when the temperature difference on the sideline because of how Hard Rock Stadium is built is 10, 15 degrees different on the opposing sideline than on the Miami sideline, it can be a different place to play. Weather can be a factor where it can be in the Northeast or the Northwest. It can be in the Southeast. With Miami and the heat compared to New England, Pittsburgh, Baltimore with the snow. Buffalo's on fire. Now, if you look at their last couple of games, it wouldn't look so, but they're on a winning streak. Four games. They barely beat New England. And they had trouble with Easton Stick in L.A. So, yeah, they're not necessarily gangbusters right now and dominating everybody, but... Buffalo, to me, just looks like a team that's on the rise and is kind of peaking at the right time. James Cook has come on, Pro Bowl selection. Stephon Diggs is going to figure it out. So if you're the Steelers, first of all, obviously you got to win. And there are a lot of guys that are not going to be playing for the Baltimore Ravens. I think the Steelers will win, partly because Lamar Jackson is not going to play and he's going to win his second MVP. It might be unanimous. Christian McCaffrey should probably get a couple of votes. But Lamar Jackson, who I've been very tough on, I've been hard on, I still don't think he's the best passer, but he has gotten better. And I think you'd be a fool not to admit that. Lamar is just a guy that loves to run around. At least that's what he was for years. They got him Zay Flowers from Boston College. Great draft pick. Odell Beckham. Rashard Bateman is playing a lot better. Isaiah Likely. Stud. Second-year guy who was selected right around the time as Calvin Austin with the Steelers, likely has been fantastic. He was an internet meme for people saying all kind of different things with his last name being likely and his name being 80. He might likely have 80 catches at some point, and probably not as a tight end, but close to it. If they didn't have Mark Andrews, they have not missed Mark Andrews as much as the Ravens really should because He's the best receiver on their team, regardless of who else they have, and especially coming into the season. It was limited in practice. He's not going to play. Pretty good player at guard. Daryl Worley is out at defensive back with a shoulder and ankle injury. He's not going to play. Odell Beckham is out. They're going to rest him. Just sit him out. Zay Flowers is doubtful with a calf injury. Ronald Darby is questionable. Kyle Hamilton was limited in practice. He's questionable. He's not going to play with a knee injury. Malik Harrison, the linebacker, is not going to play. Marlon Humphrey, calf injury, he's out. He seemingly never plays against the Steelers. And when he does, the Steelers shred him. Arthur Molette is questionable. He was a full participant in practice yesterday. Other guys have been questionable as well, including Brandon Stevens, the corner. And there's a good chance that you might not see guys like Tylen Wallace at wide receiver, but how much does he really factor in for them? Where the Steelers are the complete opposite. Minka Fitzpatrick has been practicing this week. He's probably going to play. So you're looking at Minka Fitzpatrick and Patrick Peterson, who since he's moved to safety, and it's been a relatively small sample size, has been pretty good. He has done a nice job at safety. He has stabilized a position that has been wonky and all sorts of nothing for the Steelers. When Minka was hurt, Trenton Thompson was hurt. Who would have thought the Steelers would be relying on Trenton Thompson at safety to play a valuable role? Miles Kilbrew made the Pro Bowl. Two block punts on special teams. TJ Watt as well. Minka Fitzpatrick made the Pro Bowl. What's uh, maybe more of a legacy thing for Minka? Did Minka really deserve to make the Pro Bowl? No. Chris Boswell should have got it over Minka, but of course, it's position things and who's the best in your certain position and Minka is undoubtedly a top three safety in the NFL and definitely in the AFC and Kyle Hamilton is maybe better than him at this point and he also made the Pro Bowl, but I digress. Landon Roberts is gonna play. The Steelers are getting healthy. Kenny Pickett will be the backup. We can talk about that situation if we want, but did Kenny Pickett really want to be the backup? Did he not? There's so many reports. Some that are saying yes, he did not want to be Mason's backup, some that are saying no. And we're really just made to speculate on that. But he's going to be the backup. So Mason Rudolph struggles, or if he gets hurt, Kenny can come in. In Baltimore without Lamar Jackson. It's Mason Rudolph against Tyler Huntley. If anybody would have said this weeks ago, they would have laughed at you straight in the face and thought you were crazy. But it is with a chance for the Steelers to go to the playoffs. Baltimore has nothing to play for. But you know who does have something to play for? Mike Vrabel and the Tennessee Titans. Why? Rumors are spreading that Vrabel might not be back as Titans coach. Ryan Tannehill might get the start. Probably his last start ever as a Titan. Will Levis is probably going to be the future guy for the Titans, at least next year. They're going to give him a shot, especially with how bad the Malik Willis pick looks. Man. This is an organization that has DeAndre Hopkins, will they have him next year? Derrick Henry, will he be back? There's a lot of Titans that might not be back that could usher in a new era of Tennessee football. And Mike Vrabel, he hates to lose. He was asked, what's the incentive to win this week?
1: Because um, it sucks to lose, Gentry. Uh, Trey, ever need to show you anything? Uh, Did bizarre? you have another
2: thought or no? I'm just curious. Poor Gentry. Well, it, uh, it, it sucks.
0: Losing. Awful. That's why I want to win. Because you don't sleep. You want to win for the players that bust their tail. That's it.
2: Mike Mike Vrabel really comes off to me as one of those guys that is staring at his computer or staring at his TV, trying to figure out what the problem is at 2 o'clock in the morning, and he just can't figure it out. His eye is twitching. He's so upset. He tries to go to sleep, but it haunts him at night. He can't figure out what the issue is. This is a team in Tennessee that's used to winning. Now, they're not used to winning like multiple playoff games. They've made it to the AFC Championship. But they're not used to losing like this and being a horrid team. Tennessee's been awful this year. It's been one of the worst. It's definitely the worst Titans team under Mike Vrabel, right? They're not playing well whatsoever. Tennessee is three-and-a-half-point dogs at home. They're 5-11 and 11 overall. They've lost three in a row. They're not good. They got crushed in Houston 26-6. to They've lost to the Texans two of the last three weeks. They also lost at home to Seattle 20-17 in a winnable game. They lost to the Colts 31-28. They did beat the Dolphins 28-27 to on Monday Night Football. They beat Carolina, they beat Atlanta, they beat the Bengals, they beat the Chargers. Congrats. If there is a team that the Steelers need to bank on this week, it's the Tennessee Titans. Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence, is he going to play? I would imagine, yes. Shoulder problem. Did not play last week. First time he's never played in an NFL game. They were fine against Carolina. Will they be fine against what seems like a very motivated Tennessee team on the road? They handled Jacksonville on the road. It was easy. The Steelers should just not even be in this position. Mike Tomlin needs to be ridiculed at the end of the year for the fact that they are in this position, where he's getting love right now, and rightfully so, he should, that they are in position to make the playoffs again, but they need help. And they've relied on Mason Rudolph to guide the sleigh, who has looked better than Kenny Pickett in 24 games, Mason in two. Where people are calling in trying to defend Kenny and really don't have too much of an argument and not being able to claim to finish their argument. And it's it, Kenny Pickett is indefensible at this point. If you want to compare Mason's two games without Matt Canada to Kenny's two games, one and a half after being injured against Arizona without Matt Canada, it's just indefensible. I don't know how you can look at the two, compare the two. Mason Rudolph, 400 yard performance, two games of over 400, two games with over 30 points, 30 points or more. I just don't know how you can do it. I don't. So I think the Steelers will win. 24-20, the score. Maybe 24-21. They will get it done. Mike Tomlin will have 10 wins on the season. I thought they'd go 11 and six. Now I also factored in that they would win both of those games where they were. Two and 10, two and 10 teams at home where they should have won. Let's go to the phones. Football Friday. What's up? You're on the fam. Go ahead. And the call dropped. I'll take your calls. 412 928 9370. What do you think of the Steelers? Do you think they'll win? Do you think they'll get the necessary help that they need from? either the Buffalo Bills, who, if the Bills win, can get the number two seed. There is also a way that the Steelers can get the number six seed. Now, they need Buffalo to lose. They need another couple of things to happen, but it's not out of the realm of possibility that that does. Will it? Probably not. I think a Jacksonville loss and a Buffalo loss. 412-928-9370. If you want to chime in on the conversation, I'm all ears. What you have to say. We'll also talk a little bit about the Pirates and also some college football takes that I have after watching the last couple of bowl games and also going into the national championship. Sports Radio, 937 The Fam. Okay,
1: picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.